0: take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff and that takes care of the problem
1: you are now listening to from the pit it's killing a lot of people
2: and welcome to the christmas edition of from the pit Uh, i i got nothing fancy for you uh Ho, ho, ho.
0: Give us a Patreon donation and it'll be a great gift. (laughs)
2: There you go. (laughs) Buy bonus episodes. Anyway, uh, for anyone new to the show who hasn't heard one of these in the past, uh, these are the episodes we record for when we're not going to be available to record at that time. Uh, So we do things a little different. It's a little more like our bonus episodes, but we're still talking about metal and hardcore. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, we like to take the opportunity to talk about you know some bands that we're fans of in the genres that we don't we don't get a chance to talk about on the show uh, either due to nothing being you know recent or just whatever reason.
0: I believe I've the way I've always put it you know, on previous versions because I'm like you. I always look for these, but the way I always view it is. These are the episodes where we talk about shit that's not old enough to be old and not new enough to be new. Yeah, yeah, in <laughs> a lot of cases. Yeah, there's there's a sort of gray area to these episodes that I love to just fucking exploit because I get to talk about all the dumb shit that I wouldn't otherwise. Night. That's why I look forward to them.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. pretty much.
0: Yeah. Ah, well, yeah, uh, you can tell i I'm, I'm hot and ready to do this, man. I'm like a fucking
1: <laughs> little Ce- I'm like a fucking little Caesar's pizza right now, man. I'm just fucking hot and ready. And only five bucks. Just like our Patreon episodes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Shit. Oh, what a segue! Tying it all in. Let's uh, just just you hear you hear that you hear that sound. That's (laughs) fish in the boat, baby. Your belly. (laughs) No, that's just me clapping my hands. That's fish in the boat, baby. You got him. You're hooking him in, Mike. Nice. (laughs) All
3: right. With that, I'm gonna be uh, starting us off. So, uh, God. Tom, play this. So that was the track Take the Time from the album Images and Words from Dream Theater.
0: Dude, the, as soon as the vocals broke in, I'm like, is this what Oingo Boingo would sound like if they played prog metal?
1: Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's not too off. So I'm so I'm not crazy. I don't think no. so. No. Oh, I'm so glad.
0: Um <laughs> So, <laughs> so it's just there. There was just like an element of complete and total silliness to that. I'm like, this sounds like, like if somebody put just a heavy backing track over a, a song off of Only a Lad or something.
1: <laughs> so my boy Eric doesn't really care for the more extreme stuff, and uh, he's got this on vinyl. So yeah, we find ourselves smoking a lot of weed. And it's so good, isn't it? It's a good album. Yeah, no, like it, is. it. What I appreciate
3: about this. About a uh, Dream Theater in general is yeah they're a they're a prog metal band, but even if you're not into prog, the the songwriting's done so well that even if you don't necessarily care about I think what's that's going what on, the, the gets te-
1: me in this album is some of the vocal melodies are really catchy.
3: Yes, uh, the the vocal melodies, obviously mm. the the whole fucking groove throughout the the entire album, the way it flows and all that is just perfect. Like it and God that bass playing.
2: Oh, it's. I mean, they're one of those bands I, I can't and I never will deny just the absurd amount of talent. Oh, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. completely ridiculous. Oh, no. Um, And while it's like... I mean,
0: uh, I'm not a fan of Dream. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, no. I mean, exactly that. Like, I, for whatever reason, <laughs> it doesn't click with me. But, you know, it, like... And I don't know why that is exactly. Mm-hmm. But then there's also something about them where exactly like they can appeal to people so far outside of the genre that other bands just can't reach. Yeah. I think it's I mean a part of that is just, you know, they speak to music nerds to an insane degree.
3: <clears throat>
0: yeah, I mean to I I'm also not really a dream theater fan. I never really have been. Actually, prog rock in general just is not my thing. But man, to try to deny the sheer level of talent behind like guys like John, uh, Mike Portnoy, and John Petrucci would just be stupid.
2: When it goes so far beyond just the the technicality of it, I mean they they make it musical. Like yes. it's it's listenable. You know, it's not some fucking Ingve Malmsteen fuckery where he's just doodling on a track for. Ten minutes. With his
1: with his hot dog fingers, yeah. Me and uh me and my one buddy
3: used to joke around with some of the like terrible like uh prog acts like is this a prog act or the disc skipping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Whereas yeah, Dream Theater really they obviously, they they take they take the time to make sure that it is actually a, a musical piece that is catchy, that's something that you that there's something to latch on to. Like
2: Yes,
1: mm-hmm. yes. Still rhythmic, still musical. Yes,
2: it still has actual song structure, like understandable song structure.
3: <laughs> yes, and that would be my my bringing for for Christmas. Oof.
2: Thanks for Christmas.
1: Well, we just start off with, to start off with a bang there, Frank. For Christmas, I decided that we're gonna curl up and die. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. You know,
2: just, that's Ta- how you're going
1: to. That's a, yeah. That's Tom.
2: those bands that i've never spent enough time with and that i've known i need to like it's been on that list of like why haven't you gotten to this yet
1: <laughs> well hey fucking they just came back around starting this year nice yeah um yeah and you guys were with me uh this is hardcore i i myself ha was only really familiar with this album um because after i picked it up in 2005 it they disappeared so i you know like you i don't really order a lot of CDs online if I come across it I'll pick it up and I got the opportunity to do that this summer and I got to fill in all the blanks which isn't a lot they had Mm -hmm. two full releases and two EPs and uh, it was one of those things that fundamentally got me in the hardcore like my first girlfriend uh, put you know them on a mix track of a bunch of like uh, like uh, metallic hardcore and stuff Mm Mm-hmm and this is maybe the only one on that album that is still with me today. But it yeah. definitely pushed me in that, like, depressive hardcore, like, metallic hardcore type I mean, of a...
2: Yeah, it's chaotic, but it's got that, like, that real cool sort of crossover riff in the background.
1: Mm-hmm. Oof. You know, and then it's, like, also kind of a treat going back and digging a little bit through the discography. I mean, like, th- they have quality material out, and it's it's a shame that they kind of get looked over so much.
3: I, uh... I need to in, to investigate this more. Yes, a lot more. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> yeah, this uh, that was the track. There ain't no cant in American. <laughs> <laughs> great fucking title. <laughs> <laughs> Off the album, 2005 album, the one above all, the end of all that is.
2: There was a great sense of humor in chaotic hardcore at the time. Yes, there mm-hmm. was. And I'm so glad to see it coming back with like the uh, the callous cowboys yes. and shit like that.
1: Yes, see you, space cowboy, and seizures. Yes. So, that'll be my bringing this week.
2: All right. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you guys like 80s zombie movies? Yes. Yes. You like of crossover? Course. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Tom, roll it. was a little band called Send More Paramedics and that was the track <laughs> Nothing Tastes Like This off of Tales Told by Dead Men they're split with Zombie Apocalypse
0: Man that's a that's a video that would make fucking Lucio Fulci proud
1: Damn <laughs> Is that the director of Zombie?
2: Yes. Sweet. You good are Good movie. Yes. Well done. Good, <laughs> good, good uh, job, Mike. Send more you, paramedics. Obviously, taking the uh, the name from Return of the Living Dead. It's mm. just always a great fucking scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a ridiculous fucking movie. God, I haven't seen that movie.
0: I've I've not seen Return of the Living Dead
2: probably since high school. I should go back and revisit that. You should. It's great. It's got a killer fucking soundtrack.
1: Yeah, we were talking about that recently. That's the one on the island, right?
2: No. No. No, it's technically... So there was a a whole split that occurred. Uh, Night of the Living Dead was George Romero, and I'm blanking on the other guy's name. And they kind of split and went their their separate directions.
1: Got you. Uh, Return was more over the top, right?
2: Yeah, so basically what happened, you'll notice that the only Romero movie that has the living dead in it is night of the living dead and the rest of them are dawn of the dead day of the dead uh the other guy took the living dead thing and that's his his route but uh getting way off topic there um send more paramedics i i discovered them because of this split with zombie apocalypse and they're fucking incredible uh, and zombie apocalypse having you know sort of having just released a new record I've been listening through everything and it reminded me of them I was like holy shit I kind of forgot about this um sadly they they split in I think 2007 Whew. okay but uh oh, they left a shitload of good material behind
1: okay so there's a bunch more
2: oh yeah it's all uh. And it's all in that sort of crossover hardcore realm. It's all zombie-themed. Like, all of it. (laughs) A whole track about a shark against a horde of zombie piranhas.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah. it's awesome. It's very good.
1: (laughs) Do you know if they have a band camp?
2: No, this was, like, well before that time period. Yeah, sadly. But you can find the stuff out there. Yeah, it's okay. not too yeah, hard it's got to track down
0: it, It's gotta be floating around
2: Yeah so send more paramedics That's my uh, that's my Christmas bringin
0: Very nice <laughs> Oh man Now it brings it to my Christmas bringin I'm uh I'm about to get your Yule logs hard boys <laughs> So <laughs> Oh there's so much to say About this band but you know what I think I'm just gonna Tom play it <sighs> we <laughs>
3: what just happened
2: (laughs) that's if i mean that was very strange and also very (laughs) reminiscent of the tubes if they existed during an era when metal was a thing
0: god damn it um before we continue i would like to read uh in part uh just a little bit of crotch duster the name drop by the way their bio in part crotch duster exists for one reason and one reason only tax evasion (laughs) i know you were (laughs) i know you were expecting something like to put out the most bone crushing devastatingly brutal music ever in the history of man or to bring about an end to the lies of christ with music spawned in the lowest depths of hell and lyrics written for us by the goat lord himself no no that's just ridiculous and silly and quite frankly beneath us (laughs) <laughs> but hiding income from the government. Well, hot damn, that's a worthwhile pursuit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that is just a short part of the uh, I would say the the uh, the probably eight or nine paragraph long essay on their lore and why they do what they do. Although to at the very end they just say except pussy that's still the best reason ever <laughs> so uh, that th- th- there really is a whole like l- behind this band's single album it's it- it's obscene and it's disgusting and not just totally nonsensical but it's well worth going on crotch duster's facebook just to read it because it is fucking hilarious That track was called The True Nature of Williams. It is the opener off of their soul album, Big Fat Box of Shit. And this came out in 2004. I remember very distinctly my friend Logan sent it to me in like 2006 and was like, you should listen to this. I think you'll like it. And I'm like, what? Crotch Duster, what the fuck is this? He's like, just listen. And here's the thing. If there is one... One of the biggest points of contention I've seen among people who talk about metal is, well, maybe not one of the biggest, but a, a point of contention that I don't think anyone can really agree on is combining comedy with metal. I mean, combining comedy with music in general, I think it's kind of a gamble. I feel like unless you're Stephen Lynch or Weird Al, you're probably not going to pull it off. But I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well just go whole hog. And just commit to it entirely and that is exactly what the dudes from crotch do it's uh actually the the guy the guy who who spearheaded spearheaded the project uh, a guy named jason sukhoff is actually a pretty well-known and well-respected engineer in metal like he he knows everybody in that scene like john tardy from obituary appears on this album i'm not shitting you he has a vocal feature on this album go listen to it you'll find it but uh just fair warning don't don't listen to this album at work or around kids because (laughs) (laughs) their parents will be so upset they will be so so upset this is a disgusting album in every sense (laughs) of the word
2: i can't wait to put this on completely straight faced in the car with my girlfriend and not say anything.
0: <laughs> uh, I would love to hear how that goes. Please uh, do a follow-up for us, please. I, I would, I would. Very much appreciate it. She's yeah, probably this, just gonna this, yell at me. <laughs> see, Big Fat Box of Shit is one of those albums it's it's a fuck it, like you might think it's like, oh it's just one of those albums you throw on to see action no it's actually a really fucking great album because it's so it's so spastic and so ridiculous and completely and totally over the top that it's just great to listen to i mean it's one of those albums you might only want to listen to once or twice a year not in mixed company but you know (laughs) it's still fucking fantastic all the same i actually own it i paid for a copy of this album Uh, (laughs) Nice. nice Oh, it's so great. But yeah, I'm begging everyone, just go go on eBay, go on Amazon, wherever you go, Discogs, whatever, please go buy a copy of Crotch Duster's Big Fat Box of Shit album. It is fucking hilarious. I love this fucking album so goddamn much. <laughs> and now when we're done with these episodes, I'm going to go listen to the whole thing. I'm going to blast it on my fucking stereo. Fair enough. Off my piss off my asshole neighbor with his stupid dog that never shuts up. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, a fucking ridiculous, silly comedy band who exists for the sole purpose of tax... who supposedly exists for the sole purpose of tax evasion. And also, uh, they claim that their drummer is a dog named Kane.
2: <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay. Well, uh, I think that'll about do it for us here at From the Pit. Uh, what a way to
0: what a way to go off.
2: right? Hopefully, <laughs> we gave y'all something to to help keep you sane through the holidays. Because mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, I'm sure uh, no. as as this is being uploaded, I'm probably losing my mind over stupid holiday shit. Yep. Um. So thanks everyone for uh, tuning in. If you want to give us a uh, uh, a merry Christmas, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/fromthepit and subscribe. Five bucks a month will get you shitloads of bonus episodes at this point. Yeah. Probably more than oh, you're, yeah. you're going to catch up with anytime in the near future.
0: Oh, yeah. I just I just recorded my 42nd from the Crypt episode. Jesus.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. From uh, FThePit.com for everything else. Uh, download if you're listening through any podcast. Just download. Mm. Uh, give us five stars on iTunes. All that fun, happy horse shit. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, Frank. Seems that we've arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelt.
3: Good night, ladies.